Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Let's go to Arizona. So Tempe, Arizona is a suburb of Phoenix. Arizona, tremendous drug problem, tremendous migrant problem. Uh, I was down there a few weeks ago, and it's just insane. So the DEA works in partnership with the Tempe, Arizona police, which is a complement to that police agency, by the way. So um, they seize. Um, when was this? Uh, they February 23rd. I just learned of this. They seize 4.5 million fentanyl pills, 30 million lethal doses of fentanyl in one operation. More narcotics are coming into the United States today than ever before in the history of this nation. And it's, there's no dispute about it. Everybody knows it because of the open border. So we are fortunate to have a guest tonight who has written a brand new book. It is called Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. All right. It's been out about a week. And uh, I have read most of the book. Every fact you ever wanted to know about the border is in this book. So if you are somebody who wants the debate or anything, you need to pick up Overrun. Uh, the author is Todd Benzman. 
He is a senior national security fellow with the Center for Immigration Studies. He joins us now from Austin, Texas. All right, good job on the book. Everybody knows what's happening. You know, even though Mayorkas and, and Biden and Harris keep saying oh, the border is secure, everybody knows that's a deceit, just like I proved on the uh, electric and the fuel bills. All right. They just are deceivers. Okay. But what we don't know is why would a sitting president of the United States, most powerful man in the world, want his own country overrun by migrants and dangerous drugs? Why would he want that? So, Bill, there's a chapter in the book called The New Theologians, a big, long chapter about how the Biden administration, especially during the campaign, the 2020 campaign uh, leading up to the election, uh, became uh, dependent on a very far left fringe of the Democratic Party coalition. Think kind of the Bernie Sanders people, but even, even to the left of them. Uh, to be able to emerge from a crowded field of primary candidates and then to go on and win against Donald Trump. Everybody thought it was going to be a very thin margin of victory, uh, whoever won. And uh, for their reward, they were given power, real power in the White House, and they took the immigration portfolio. Uh, this is all described in, in much more detail than that. But the ideology, the theology uh, that these people hold has been held at bay for years and years by regular mainstream Democrats, but they couldn't do it this time because they were so needed. Uh, they were going to tip the, the balance sheet for Biden. And those people still have the immigration portfolio to this day. And they have this ideology, uh, this theology of uh, open borders equals human rights, uh, equals civil rights, that somehow U.S. civil rights apply to the entire world, that borders are an anachronism, that they are cruel and inhumane, that anybody should be able to, to, to walk anywhere they want into anybody's country. Uh, so that's one thing. It's the gratification of seeing an, a rejected ideology implemented. Okay. Uh, in reality, now, yeah. the Biden administration was be, the Biden administration was beholden to George Soros. He's one of the crew you're referring to. And the big money on the far left, Hollywood money also, that gave him enough funds to win the election. All right. Remember, Mark Zuckerberg pumped in four hundred million dollars to the 2020 election, most of which went to people to help harvest votes for Joe Biden. So you're correct. There was a tremendous debt owed the far left. However, Biden could have easily swatted that away and said, look, we appreciate what you did for us, but I got to enforce because I raised my right hand to enforce the laws of this nation. So I have to. He could have done that. Todd. He didn't do it. Any idea why? It still still hasn't done it. So I have a couple of theories about this. One is that the president is um, not fully there. There's a there's a power vacuum. 
uh, he, he, he's, uh, you know, there's lots of speculation about the, his mental state, but I believe that he's not all there and he's unable to kind of wrap his uh, mind around that issue along with other issues at the same time and that uh, people like Alejandro Mayorkas and uh, those uh, far left theologians, as I call them, are taking advantage and exploiting. Uh, that makes that sense. And I have reported that as well. We can't prove it, but that's the only avenue. Is there another avenue beside the diminishment of his mental capacity to understand complicated issues? Is there anything else? Yes, there is one other issue, and that is um, the, the people and the ideology that are running our immigration policy today. Uh, they come from what I call the uh, migrant advocacy industrial complex which is to say that it's this vast constellation of NGOs, of organizations that profit very, very handsomely on huge numbers of immigrants crossing that border. They are gaining government contracts in the hundreds of millions of dollars. All right, but that and those be, that aren't getting government- That could be stopped with a stroke of the pen. And then what, I led into you with was the narcotics, which is going to be for the next 10 to 20 years uh, because of all of the addiction now that is happening. There's no justification there. There's no human rights there. There's nothing there but crime. So let's help the drug cartels make more billions, right? Well, as a matter of fact, the drug cartels there's, there's good credible reporting that the drug cartels are starting to make more money now on human smuggling than they are in some cases on uh, drug right. trafficking. And, and, and I don't just, but let's put that aside. The, the people who want open borders don't care how the migrants get here. But who wants 4.5 million pills of fentanyl found in Tempe, Arizona? Who? Right. Well, what you do there is you just ignore that. You swap that information Why? away Why? so that you can, because they just don't care, Bill. They don't, okay. they don't care. They couldn't care. Uh, that's it's not that they yeah, don't. Not, right. They couldn't care and allow the border to be open to the extent it is. Final question for you. You've been to the border probably more than any other reporter that I know. And there are all kinds of stuff scams about children. I mean, these cartels in Mexico, they control the entire country of Mexico, in my opinion. There's no restraints on the cartels inside Mexico. But you're a much more, uh, you're much more authoritative in this area than I am, because I've been down here a few times, but you've been down here a while. Am I right that these cartels are controlling that whole country? Yes, uh, they they control physically. The, the geospatial control is something like, uh, you know, 35% of Mexico, like physically control it. And the rest of it, they can control by dint of uh, payoffs and uh, threats and intimidation of the central government. Remember, these cartels have huge well-equipped paramilitary armies, and I mean full-on armies right. with tanks and machine guns and everything. 
and you can't push them around. Uh, quite the contrary, they are pushing the central Mexican government around. Uh, that president down there embraces a policy that he calls hugs, not bullets. I know. That's the extent of One of the worst things I saw was the three amigos going down there, uh, Biden, Justin Trudeau, and Obrador, and they just, there they were. And this didn't even come up. It didn't even come up. It was such a farce, such an insult. All right, the book again is Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. You can get it anywhere. All right, the author is Todd Benzman. So, Todd, I hope you come back, and uh, we really appreciate the good work on the book. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate the attention to it. Okay. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Joining us now from Washington, D.C., is the director of the Democracy Institute, which is a think tank. Um, and he keeps a close eye on the political uh, situation in America. Patrick Basham uh, joins us now. So this Fox poll, does it mean anything to you? Along the lines that meant something to you, Bill, that is, it's not a particularly reliable poll, but what it shows you, and it shows Trump out in front so far of his potential Republican uh, opponents, contenders for the nomination, it shows you what good shape Trump may well be in because Fox historically consistently under polls Trump. Uh, he does better 
as he does in many polls, and especially in the Fox poll. He does better in primaries or caucuses, he does better in general elections than the Fox poll always and ever suggests. So it's another piece of the puzzle the Trump campaign would like to see being put together to show that they have a really strong, viable path to the Republican nomination and ultimately, obviously, back to the White House. Now, if you would just watch the media, say you were born in Croatia and just came over here, you would think that Donald Trump is finished through, doesn't have a chance, everybody hates him, uh, he's going to be indicted 85 times. If you were just watching the media, that's what your impression mm -hmm. would be. Where is his strength? How does he poll this well? Who is standing by their man? Well, roughly one in two Republican voters are standing by their man. Uh, and that is composed disproportionately, overwhelmingly of rabidly pro-Trump MAGA voters. And if you want to drill down further, then you're looking at not exclusively, but disproportionately working class voters. Uh, and of those, interestingly and importantly, perhaps crucially for a general election, you're talking about increasing numbers and percentages of Hispanic working class voters and of African-American uh, working class voters, especially male, younger male African-Americans and both male and female working class Hispanics. So it's a it's it's there's a ceiling, obviously, on Trump's support, as there is on any candidates. But his floor, the basement on his support is really quite high. And it's really enthusiastic and very, very rabid in some cases, fanatical, in fact. That means that it doesn't guarantee he wins the nomination or a general election, but it means that he is definitely a very, very, very strong contender for the yeah, nomination. Yeah, he has a base a that's going to stay with him. And I know is my next question. Have you seen any erosion in that base since he lost the election of 20? Then it was January 6th. Then it was a very, very weak midterm for the Republicans. Has there been any defection from the Trump base, say, over to a guy like DeSantis, who is a conservative? He doesn't differ from Trump in worldview too much. Not in the base, no. Uh, they, they remember increasingly, from their point of view, how better things were under Trump than under Biden. And also they consider him to have been, um, shall we say, uh, uh, massaged out of the presidency by the system. They think the system, broadly defined, has continued to go for Trump. And so that they're actually more loyal, they, more loyal, even more loyal than they were in 2020 or in 2016. Now, you do have conservatives announcing for DeSantis and, and other candidates, but especially DeSantis. I would say that they are, some of them voted for Trump, supported Trump, but I wouldn't say they were ever part of his base. Uh, they are, they tend more to the establishment a Republican, not necessarily the rhino Republicans. And so there was sort of flexible Republicans, soft Republicans, soft Trump voters, I would say. And so right now they think DeSantis is on the rise and Trump's on the decline. I think they're wrong on the Trump part of that, but that's their calculus. And so therefore they think DeSantis is the coming man. All right. The other part of this equation is the loss of Fox News. So Donald Trump is now no longer um, looked upon with favor by the management of that huge operation. Is that going to hurt Trump? It won't hurt him in terms of what the Wall Street Journal editorials say, or probably, possibly even the New York Post coverage, all part of the, the, the Fox Murdoch empire. But Fox News coverage is important. It's important in pushing back against, usually pushing back against what most of the mainstream media is pushing, which obviously is rapidly anti-Trump. Uh, and so it's, it's unhelpful. I don't think it stops him 
prevents him from getting the nomination or necessarily winning a general election. It just makes it a little bit harder. Maybe the best, better way to put it would, it would be a little bit easier if Fox News hasn't, hadn't decided to try to stand in his way. Okay, because uh, FNC is going to endorse DeSantis. That's where they're going. You can see it. And that's what will happen. Um, so I don't know how much that means, which is why I'm doing this poll. You know, because I want to see um, what people, I would say that everyone listening to me and uh, watching me right now is familiar with the Fox News operation. And I don't know uh, if it is as powerful as it was before this whole election thing and before they did change their point of view, their political point of view, which every organization has a right to. OK, um, every news organization can on the editorial side, you know, endorse or whatever they want to do. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'd like to have a little more clarity in all of them, not just Fox. Final question for you. Um, when the debates will be this summer, okay, and the Republicans already made an enormous mistake yesterday when uh, Rona McDaniel, the head of the RNC, came out and said, well, you can't participate in our debates unless you sign a pledge to support whoever the ultimate nominee is. That's insane. I mean, the ultimate nominee could change and things could happen and he's basically holding people hostage there. So the debates start in the summer. I don't know if they're going to be as crucial as they were in 16 when they put Trump over the top. Because there's no surprise element. Everybody knows what they're going to get when Trump walks in. How do you see it? Yeah, if Trump takes part in debates, I mean, he's not a technically great debater, but he's an incredibly effective debater, as we saw in 16, and I would argue in 20 as well uh, against Biden. So the, his potential opponents and actual opponents on the Republican side, they don't want to be part of that. Now, they want the exposure and they hope for that magic moment when they, quote unquote, take down Trump. That's very unlikely to happen. It's be damage control for them. He'll probably steamroll over them. So I actually think that the the the, the non-Trump, the other tr candidates for the Republicans, they want to minimize the number of times they're exposed by Trump in that format. Uh, so it could be a sort of counterintuitive way in which this plays out, on, at least on the Republican side. Yeah, uh, and Trump will never sign a, uh, no. you know, that he'll endorse the win because he'll never do that, that he wants to leave his third party, which would be a disaster for the country if he runs on a third party ticket, because that would put the, the Democrats back into power. All right, Patrick, thanks very much. I really appreciate your expertise and, and thanks for helping us out tonight. Okay, round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the No Spin News Weekend Edition. All right, sweetener update. Uh, I can't say this, the word, but I'll try again. It's embarrassing. Aerith Retal. I, I don't know. That's the sweetener. It's in Truvia, the coffee stuff that you put in or iced tea stuff. So according to a new study, we told you this yesterday, uh, this sweetener elevates the risk of heart attacks, strokes, and blood clots. And this is a real study. This is serious. Okay? So don't use it. (laughs) It's as simple as that. And when you look at the labels of drinks, particularly it says no sugar, no sugar, and you don't want sugar. But you look at it, and if you see that word, E-R-Y-T-H-R-I-T-O-L, don't buy it. So as you know, we've been on a campaign to uh, make you healthier. Maybe make you is a bad word. Uh, Help you get healthier. That's much better. Um, And the sugar is the main enemy, in my opinion, uh, of the American diet. And it'll catch up with you. And if you're drinking uh, Coke and Pepsi and Dr. Pepper and Sprite and they got 75 grams of sugar in it, you're drinking a few of those a day, you're going to be chubby and you're going to get diabetes. Okay, you will. And the same thing with the candy, the cookies, the cake, the ice cream, everything. Boom. And if you eat fast food in combination with all that, okay, hopeless. Your whole body's going to break down because inside the inflammation is running wild. That's the truth. I'm not the food police. I'm here to tell you the truth. So I looked around for a guy that might uh, put a lot of this into perspective, and we found one. His name is Michael, uh, Dr. Michael Greger. He comes to us from Fort Royal, Virginia. He's the author of the book, How Not to Die, Discover the Foods Specifically Proven to Prevent and Reverse Disease. All right. So uh, some of us want to die, but most of us don't. You might want to check that book out. And the doctor joins us now, as I said, from Virginia. All right. I got a question, first of all, that it departs from what we're going to do here. We're going to run down individual food. Every two seconds, there is a vegetable and fruit supplement on television, an advertisement to take pills to give you the servings you need of fruit and vegetables. And they're expensive. Does this stuff work? It doesn't work. It's a scam. I mean, if you think about it, 90% when you freeze dry something, you eliminate 90% of the weight. So taking a capsule of fruit and vegetable is at most 10 capsules worth of fruits and vegetables, just a tiny bite of fruits and vegetables. Why not instead go to the produce aisle? Some of the healthiest foods on the planet, like sweet potatoes, apples, red cabbage, are some of the cheapest foods on the planet. Okay. So you're saying flat out the people spending a lot of money on these capsules are being misled that they're not going to they're not getting the nutrition they need because, you know, the testimonials, oh, I take these capsules and I feel great and now I can run in the Olympics and I can, you know, I, I this and that. I mean, so you're saying it's all BS. It's BS. You should get your nutrition, not from the supplement aisle, but from the produce aisle. OK. Um, now, quality of life, doc, keep that in mind, Qu- 
quality of life, okay? Eating is a joy for a lot of people. Comfort food. So in your book, here's what you throw out. Soda, diet soda, bacon, ham, hot dogs, eggs, tortillas, potato chips, fries, donuts, cake, ice cream. I want to kill myself right away. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, that's all of that stuff tastes good. So I'm not going to stop eating all of that and start eating, you know, Kato stuff. But how bad is this stuff? Okay, first of all, it doesn't matter what we eat on our birthdays, holidays, special occasions. It's really the day-to-day stuff. That adds up. On a day-to-day basis, we really should try to eat healthy. Like It's up to each of us to make our own decisions as to what to eat and how to live. But we should make these choices consciously, educating ourselves about the predictable consequences of our actions. It's your body, your choice. You want to smoke cigarettes, go bungee jumping, not wear your seatbelt, right? That's all you. But as a physician, all I care about is that you are fully informed about the potential risks. And the good news is, We have tremendous uh, power over our health, destiny, and longevity. The vast majority of premature death and disability is preventable with a healthy enough diet and lifestyle. And I believe that. But I'm still going to have some of this stuff once in a while. I'd rather sacrifice the two years (laughs) than not have it. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense, and okay. different people will make different conclusions. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to be a you want to be a vegan person, and more power to you, more power to you. You want to do that? Um, that's okay. But for me, I, I was raised in a terrible diet home because my parents didn't know any better, and we couldn't really afford upscale food. Um, I, you know, there's a pattern of what we eat. And I'm going to have an omelet once in a while, and I'm going to have a hot dog at the game, and I'm going to have a BLT once in a while. But I don't, if it, and if I die, I'm okay with it. But what I'm trying to say is, I don't believe, and I could be wrong, please correct me if I am, that in moderation, this is going to kill me. Well, I mean, choosing moderation is like, you know, hitting yourself with a smaller hammer, right? I mean, it, it, I mean, I don't tell my patients to, you know, smoke a half pack of cigarettes a day, cut down from two. That's different, though. Definitely Smoke, be good smoking for is health. different. Smoking is different. Drugs are different. Uh, getting bombed every night on booze is different. This is just ordinary food. Okay, let's go with uh, meals. So I'm a kind of guy that likes a variety of stuff. I don't like to eat every th- the same thing every day. You have at the top of your breakfast suggestion uh, list oatmeal with fruit, uh, cinnamon, and black coffee. I would never drink black coffee. I got to have a little half and half in there and a little bit of sweetener. Not the bad sweetener, but some of the others. But anyway, oatmeal is good. Is oatmeal good? Oatmeal is good. Okay. I like oatmeal, but Irish oatmeal. Uh, bean burrito, uh, I don't think I could do that. Uh, lentil soup, mm, hummus. All right, see hummus everywhere. Hummus is good, right? Hummus is good. Hummus is good, made out of chickpeas, excellent. Source of protein. Okay, 
pasta primavera. That's pasta with vegetables. Now, some doctors and dietitians say no pasta. You say? Uh, the pasta, the compression of the pasta dough uh, changes the glycemic index such that the exact same ingredient in pasta uh, versus bread um, has a completely different effect on one's blood sugars. Um, and so uh, pasta is a very low glycemic food, even if you're eating white pasta, not whole wheat pasta. Um, and so pasta is one of the kind of rare exceptions. All right, to so staying a couple of times a week, pasta is good, right? Well, it depends what you put on it. If it's yeah, bacon and cheese right, on gonna, top, right? Yeah, if you get yeah. okay. Now I only eat sourdough bread. That okay? Sourdough is better than regular bread. All right, I don't eat a lot of bread acid. anyway, but I got rid of all the white and rye and wheat, and I got sourdough. And I, as you said, I've researched and it's better. Um, okay, meat. You're not a vegetarian. You eat meat, right? I try to follow the advice I recommend all my patients, and that's trying to minimize the intake of meat, eggs, dairy, junk, and really maximize the intakes of the healthiest foods, which are the fruits, vegetables, you know, beans, whole grains, yeah, I got nuts it. I got and it. seeds, spices, what kind mushrooms, of... basically real food that grows out of the ground. Those are the healthiest got choices. It, got it. But again, they're not the best tasting, and, and you go nuts if you ate them all the time. What kind of meat do you eat? What kind of meat? Uh, the least harmful meat would be game, wild game that's shot with uh, lead-free ammunition. Okay, lead-free ammunition. So chicken, uh, turkey, that's better well, so, than... I mean, actually, I mean, 100 years ago, chicken was a low-fat food, only 2% calories um, from fat. But now there's 10 times uh, yeah, more fat. We genetically selected these birds um, to have actually more fat than protein. And so what used to be a healthier food is now less and less so. And very similar to what you see with some of these processed foods. You say they're just normal foods, but these aren't normal foods. Like the erythritol you talked about. The food industry has come up with food components not really existing naturally yeah, in nature food. that can have negative effects. I got it. But chicken and turkey once a week or something, that will be all right, right? That would certainly be better than processed meat. The bacon, ham, hot dogs, lunch got meat, it. certainly. What about a burger once in a while protein you know what about a burger okay so a, a burger is estimated to uh, basically uh, is associated with the reduction in lifespan equivalent to two cigarettes um and so if you wouldn't consider you know smoking you know lighting up twice a day maybe you shouldn't uh maybe you should choose a healthier right. option for lunch instead okay and the final thing i have for you is fish we hear about mercury in the fish i eat a lot of fish I had salmon the other night. It was delicious. Um, fish. What about it? Tuna in particular. Yeah. I eat a lot of tuna. Yeah. In nutrition, foods aren't so much good or bad than they are better or worse, right? Food is a zero-sum game. Every time we put something in our mouth, it's a lost opportunity to put something even healthier in our mouth. So, like, you know, are eggs, eggs good for you? Well, compared to breakfast sausage, absolutely. Compared to oatmeal, not even close. Same thing with fish. Tuna fish salad sandwich, definitely better than a bologna sandwich. Right. But even better than that would be something like a, the hummus sandwich, um, which is, but which again, you, have to worry you don't about want people committing, like you don't want people committing suicide. So I'm going to stay on my tuna. Uh, what about regular fish? Uh, you know, trout and, and uh, salmon and all that. Are they all right? If you're going to eat fish, you want to eat, you want to eat smaller fish, shorter lived fish. They build up less of the uh, toxic heavy metals and pollutants. 
And so the really huge fish like tuna are actually concerning or swordfish. Um, the small herbivorous fish lower on the food chain would be uh, have less less pollutants. Unfortunately, uh, you know the oceans are kind of humanity sewers. All yeah, the know. you know mercury spewed from drives the... drives me nuts. Uh, shellfish, uh, shrimp, scallops. Okay, no. Oysters are probably the healthiest of all the of all the the seafood. All right, but you eat shrimp once in a while. Um, I oysters would be healthier. <laughs> okay. All right, Doc, the book again is How Not to Die, and uh, that's a good roadmap. And I think everybody should just eat in moderation. Uh, that's just my opinion, but anyway. Uh, and you got to get out there and you got to move it, move it, move it too. If you eat the big burger, cheeseburger, then you got to go, you know, you move it. And that's what I do with the Terra Dog. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. Okay, let's bring in Brandon Juddy. He's the aforementioned Border Patrol Union president coming for us from Montana, far away from the southern border. Um, okay, let's deal with the... Schumer and Pelosi basically stay flat out. The wall will not work. It's not effective. You say? They're absolutely incorrect. If they put on a uniform like I do and go out and patrol the border, they would see firsthand that a wall is effective. I spent the majority of my career on the southwest border in Tucson, Arizona, and I can tell you where walls were built, they were extremely effective. Where we didn't have walls, illegal immigration was absolutely out of control. I would invite them to come down to the border and go on patrol with me and they would see a different world. But they don't care about that. They don't want to go on patrol with you. They don't care if the border wall works. I mean, uh, surely you know that. Um, no, I, and I, I do. I, they don't care. It's no, all no. a political game, but I care. So you say, based on your how many years experience in a border patrol? 21 years in the border patrol. Okay. So you're a regular guy, a patriotic American, serving his country in the Border Patrol. 21 years, much of it spent in Arizona. You say that the wall stops, stops completely, stops mostly immigrants from coming in? I don't just say, I know that walls stop the vast majority of those that come in. And if you want to know what, if you want me to put a percentage to it, I would say that it stops 95% wow. of those that try 95%. to 95%. And how about yes. narcotics? Narcotics is a little bit more difficult uh, because if we don't catch it, we don't know if it comes over. But we do know that the walls have been successful because of the areas where we catch the narcotics. 
where we have walls, where we used to catch an awful lot of the narcotics, we just don't catch it anymore. And so you can see, uh, by not by anecdotal, but by actual evidence, that walls do in fact work. And anybody that like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi that would say that it doesn't, they're absolutely incorrect. And they are playing politics, as you pointed out. Okay. So $5 billion sounds like a lot of money, but in a, a budget of uh, trillions, um, it seems to me that border security could handle that kind of a display. Now, how much border wall between Brownsville and San Diego is there now? Right now, we've got about actual walls. We, we have about 300 miles of walls. We got 2,000 miles on the southwest border from San Diego down to Texas, Brownsville. Um, and we've got about 300 miles of actual fencing. We've got about 600 miles of barriers, but a lot of those barriers are only uh, vehicle barriers and they do not stop pedestrian crossings. And so you can see that we don't have near enough of the walls and we can't control our borders if, if Congress is not going to be willing to give us the resources that we need. Okay. Now, how long, if the five billion comes in and it probably is gonna, there'll probably be some kind of compromise, three and a half billion now and then maybe a billion and a half later, something like that. How long will it take to, to build a structure that stops 95% of the people smuggling? Well, if you give us the money right up front and you don't piecemeal it out, um, that wall could go up extremely quick. You could get contractors uh, to bid in different areas and you can start the construction in different areas at the exact same time. Now, obviously, if you only use one contractor and you go piecemeal, it's going to take a lot longer. But this is a businessman. This president is a businessman. We know that he knows business and he'll do the right thing as far as putting contractors in the right place, get these barriers up extremely quickly. It doesn't take very long. I've been in Arizona when they started building these barriers and it didn't take long to get them up. And, uh, you know, you're not looking at very long. And then we have the border security that we need and we can end this debate. OK, now, is there a prototype for the wall. I mean, you've got to have something that the, the uh, cartel can't destroy. They can't find a way over it, under it, tunneling. Is there a prototype for this? There are. There's, there's been several prototypes that have been very effective. The prototypes that Border Patrol agents like the best are the Ballard fence types at the bottom so that we can see any threat that might be coming up to border. Then the solid at the top with a cylinder at the very top, which doesn't allow them to put grappling hooks or ladders or anything like that that allows them to, uh, to go over the wall. Those have been proven to be effective. In fact, the US Special Forces um, had a very, very difficult time getting over these prototypes. And so we can see that if the US Special Forces can't do it, it's gonna be nearly impossible for illegal aliens to do it. All right, so there is a prototype, it has been tested, and it's going to be making it very difficult for anybody to violate the wall. What would you say your rank and file of the Border Patrol agents? What, do they all want the wall, or do some of them feel that it's not the right thing to do with Mexico, Mexico might not like it, or whatever? What do you think the percentages of agents wanting the wall? You know, it's interesting that you ask that question. Because just a couple months ago, we went to our agents in, in two of our largest sectors, the Tucson sector and the Laredo sector, and we surveyed every single agent. We got a 96% reception rate on this survey, 
And of those agents, it was well over 90% that said that a wall would be very effective and it is absolutely necessary. So you can see from the men and women on the ground that actually patrol the border, they are specifically telling the American public, walls will work, we need them, let's get it done. All right, Mr. Judd, I believe you, man. I believe you. I think most of my viewers believe you. Uh, this charade in Washington is depressing. Um, I think President Trump's on the, on the right side of it, and I hope it gets done. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas uh, out there in Montana. Great Christmas place. Thank you very much. And, and I, ho I hope we can talk again. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. Sign up and start watching today. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.